السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذ قال موسى لفتاة لا أبرح حتى أبلغ مجمع البحرين أو أمضي حقبا فلما بلغ مجمع بينهما نسيا حوتهما فاتخذ سبيله في البحر سربا فلما جاوزا قال لفتاه آتنا فداءنا لقد لقينا من سفرنا هذا نصبا قال أرأيت إذ أوينا إلى الصخرة فإني نسيت الحوت وما أنسانيه إلا الشيطان أن أذكره واتخذ سبيله في البحر عجبا قال ذلك ما كنا نبغ فارتدا على آثارهما قصصا فوجد عبدا من عبادنا آتيناه رحمة من عندنا وعلمناه من لدنا علما These are the verses which many of us will understand or recognize to be near the end of the 15th juz of the Quran al-Kareem Surah Kahf starts in about the middle of the 15th and it goes to the 16th. Normally when we are reading, when we reach these verses, we know like I'm almost near the end. Almost. And then when we were young, perhaps someone would have told us the story about Musa salam and Khidr. And normally man's nature is he takes to an incident a story. Musa salam was delivering a sermon. It was a very unique sermon. It made people around him cry. It was unique in its knowledge. So one person shocked with what he had said, said, is there anyone who knows more than you? And at that moment, Musa wasalam, understanding he is the Nabi of Allah. The answer would obviously be, can there be someone who has more knowledge at the present moment? Almighty Allah then informed him that actually there is. Musa wasalam, was filled with shock and desire, can I meet this individual? And somewhere along the line we would have heard, he was told to take his fish with him. It was like an eaten fish. It was the food. They put it in a basket. And then they had to go on to a journey. They were told when you will see the waters meet. It's a very long incident. Allah made him in the ending reach one spot. Quran explains they went past the spot. So there's a lot of discussion. Why couldn't he just stop on the spot? What happened on that spot? These are all the mysteries of a world which we have no understanding about. There was that fish that was in the basket. That basket was left on the ground. Musa salam was lying down resting. His khadim who would later on become a nabi of the era, Yusha salam looked. And he saw the water also of the nearby spring coming. And he touched the basket. And perhaps that was what is called the water of life, the fountain of life. We always perhaps heard about something, especially the older person will say, I wish I can get that drink. Many a person will say, I wish my wife can get that drink. That one sip and you become young. 
So young this fish became with that one water, that life came in it, life. But this life was so unique, that the remaining half of it which was already eaten, remained still eaten. It never had to come back again. That fish could now live, although half of it was gone. It was a living half fish. And it jumped out, it knocked the lid off. And when it jumped into the water, then you will think of a fish running. But this fish was now relaxed. So as it entered the water, a fish swims in water. This fish was now different. It was going to swim surrounded by a tunnel and the tunnel was in water. And he saw this, a tunnel. The purpose of the tunnel is after today. If any other fish tries to eat me, he'll get knocked by a tunnel. Because if that fish has to now eat this fish, then he'll also get life. And the next one who eats him will also get life and it will carry on. So this fish became what we call now, that I am an untouchable. So untouchable this fish was, that this perhaps happened in the era, we know Musa salam, and then we know the entire incidents of the so many Anbiya of the Bani Israel, then we know Isa salam, then we know from Isa salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So from then Isa salam, 500 years, it was called the era of Fatra, there was no Nabi. Then Allah's Nabi came, then so many Sahaba, Tabi'in, Tabi Tabi'in. Then Islam went into Spain, that had the glorious era of Spain. There was a great Mufassir in Spain. When he was writing, he wrote an incident in his book of Tafsir. He says, from amongst the favors Allah gave me, one was the favor that I was able to see this fish. He says, it jumped up in front of me and still the half of it was still half. Still half. What was the purpose of making this fish at that meeting point? There was at that moment a lot of reasons. But when we are going to speak about Surah Kahf now in these verses, for me and you it got nothing to do except with the times we live in. We can call it an era of evil, an era of fitan. For some reason Allah in Surah Kahf which had to do with the boys of the cave, but before Zulqarnain comes, the mention of Zulqarnain, the mighty warrior. For me and you, there will be many Zulqarnains in this ummah. It will be every Mujahid who stood up with his sword. Or it was every great alim that stood up with his pen. And he stood up against the forces of evil, which majority of the time would be a very devilish, very forceful force which would either be from the family of what we call today the Yajuj Majuj, or they would resemble them in their powers, in their manners. Someone who you cannot stop, but when Allah wants the unstoppable to be stopped, then even one Zulqarnain is sufficient to push them back. Allah spoke about Zulqarnains after, and this Ummah has seen many Zulqarnains. At times when everyone lost hope, the ending part of Surah Kahf was to say that that Allah who brought one Zulqarnain will bring many others. And the Ummah always saw. A young boy, the Sheikh of the Zamana, the time looked at his parent and he said with his hand Allah will lift up the flag high in the world. At that time there was no talk of the flag ever going high. The crusades came. The people said we will never come out of it. A time came in history where the word crusades are only written in history now. It was completely wiped away, completely. 
the Tatars came. They went through an error where the world said nothing will stop them. If anything could stop, Allah creates a Zulqarnain. One man was created, an entire army was created, they were pushed back. The Ottoman Empire was created. Then there was the decline. Then came the mighty, what we call British, the United Kingdom and the Soviet Union. And then what we the world today calls the mighty United States of America. They also won Yajuj, Majuj force in the world. They came with their tanks and their armies and their no heart, love to kill, love to torture, love to harm, wealth enough, wealth, power enough, men enough, weapons enough. But whenever they landed onto the lands of Islam, they would always in the ending go running out. And if they had to ask what happened, then the end of Surah Kaf will say that Allah who created one Zulqarnain will continue creating Zulqarnains. One that we wait for is known as Al-Mahdi. And one that we wait for after is known as Sayyiduna Isa alayhi salam. But until them Allah will continue creating. Most likely it was when Muna Yusuf rahimullah passed away. At that time the work of Tabligh had gone so far, so far. And the manner he would speak, the manner he would encourage. On his death some people said, now we will never see what we saw. So one of the very great mashayikh of that time, most likely it was Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadis, Marana Zakaria rahimullah. He said, remember, the hand that was asking has now changed. The hand that is giving has never changed. The hand that is asking has only changed. The hand that is giving never changed. That Allah who made the first revolution, revolution, second revolution, third revolution, it is a funny thing today, we will tell a father, make dua that your son must be the man next to the Mahdi. And he will say, where can my son ever do it? If ever we had to make dua like that, we will ask for nothing. When you will look at Allah and what and what Allah did, from which and which houses he took out warriors and soldiers, when the whole world lost hope, how Allah brought light out of darkness, and you will understand when I make dua, I don't look at my hand, I look at his hand. And then ask for very high things. Ask for the highest of the highest. Your son must be the right hand man of the many. It is not impossible at all. Just the other day someone in one of the gatherings in our madrasa, he said, that if you just think about this, in the last few years, when we would speak about once a time, that that was the seat of learning in that country, Baghdad. And then that Syria was the seat of learning. And Spain was the seat of learning. He said, who would ever imagine that one day South Africa would be the seat of learning for the world? He said, look at your madrasas in South Africa. It is attracting students from around the world. Once upon a time, if someone said, you make dua for your son, that he must open up that madrasa, that will bring the world to him. The father will say in South Africa. If ever we make dua like that, you close all the doors. Look up to the hand that is always giving. And miracles have been made. Miracles will continue till the end. So that fish was there. Half fish. What we were speaking about this part of Surah Kahf. It comes in between Zulqarnain. And just before Zulqarnain was the incident of the people of the cave. In between Allah brought this incident of Musa alayhi salam meeting Khidr. 
The first was the manner they met was miraculous. How that fish came to life. How half a fish was sufficient to do its job. How that fish would move in water and nothing would now be able to touch it. It became untouchable, surrounded by a tunnel. فَاتَّخَذَ سَبِيلَهُ فِي الْبَحْرِ سَرَبًا A tunnel was made. In that there was an indication. Even if you are as weak as a fish, and if you are already in the basket of the fisherman, even if Indian masala has already been put on one side of you, even if someone has already buttoned from you, even if you are already dead and eaten, when Allah's command comes, even that weak of weak of weak dead fish will come alive and it will cause a revolution in the world. Nothing is hard for Allah. So when some people say, but the enemy is so strong, the beginning of this incident was to say, that when Allah wants to protect, even the dead become alive. Even the dead become alive. There's no one weak in this game. Yesterday when I spoke in Peter Marisburg, one point that I tried to put across was, you might look at your muscle, and you might say, with this hand I can't even lift up a sword, where I'm going to stand? Hazrat Mawlana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi Rahimullah, when he wrote the kitab regarding Surah Kahf, he chose a lovely title for it. He said, the battle between faith and materialism. Faith and materialism means they will come with matter. We will come with faith. They will come with madiyat, matter. We will come with spiritual power. They will come with tanks and weapons and conspiracies and plots. We will come with the power of Quran. We will come with the power of Quran. And when we come with the power of Quran, you don't need the Shaykh al-Hadith to be reading Quran. Even that five-year-old child who opens his first page and he starts reading Surah Fatiha. In his Surah Fatiha is the power to bring down the empires of evil. When you think of this broken fish, then you look at your own son and you say, but you are stronger than that fish. If that fish could become a miracle, I can't see why you can't become a miracle. Me and you, a lot of people after I wrote a little bit about this, one thing they wanted to know, where's the water? Because where's the water? The answer was, worry about the creator of that water. That water is hidden in this world. We know when man will be put in Jahannam, when he will be taken out, it's called Nahrul Hayat, the river of life. The person who was burnt in Jahannam will be placed in this river before being taken to Jannah. The river will bring everything back to him. Perhaps it was a small outlet of the seer that came in the world. Some say Khidr also drank from it. Because of which on that day what his condition was, how his hair was, how his body was, after that day till the end when Allah wishes it will be the same. If someone wants to attack him, they'll find a tunnel around him. If a lion wants to jump on him, it will jump and bounce back. Perhaps if someone shoots through him also, the bullet might hit, it might not. If it hits also, his body might open and might close. We don't know how he is, but if the fish was so unique, you can understand he's just as unique also. The Qudrat of Allah, forget the water, the one who created that water. When he sends down spiritual water, 
It comes in the form of Quran. It comes in the form of a bayan. It comes in the form of Tawbah. It comes in the form of a great night. It comes in the form of Ramadan. When spiritual power comes from Allah, then the dead heart of insan, of man, comes alive. Even if that heart says, I am already broken, that fish says, I also was broken. And that individual becomes the next miracle of Islam. This heart needs that water. And the one who is ready to drink from it, you are going to be the miracle of the era. So that fish went. Musa a.s. was sleeping. Yusha a.s. saw it. Allah ta'ala made him that he was not going to mention it there. Perhaps one reason if he mentioned it there, they would have seen the water also. So Almighty Allah made them go ahead. Musa a.s. after a while said, I am hungry, bring my food. And then Yusha a.s. said, I forgot to tell you, shaitan made me forget. Musa a.s. said, that's what we are looking for. They retraced and that's where we are beginning now. When they came there for wajada abdam min ibadina, they found a servant of our servants. We had given him unique kindness from our side. وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ مِنْ لَدُنَّا ilma, And we had given him great knowledge. Musa asked Khidr for permission to spend time with him. Khidr explains that you will not manage with me. But he was going to be given three incidents which was going to become part of Quran. And those three were going to answer for me and you many of the questions we have of the present age, of the era of Dajjal, of the future when we will see bigger things happening, of a time when people will see Dajjal himself. Some will say this is him, others will say this is not him, and everyone will be confused and fighting. The word Dajjal comes from Dajjal. Dajjal means times of confusion. Why does man become confused? You become confused because you see one picture, but the reality is something totally the opposite. If the thing was normal, you won't be confused. You're driving and you see 80 and a camera, but someone had played a joke, it was actually supposed to be 60, he changed the board. So when that police officer stops you and says, sir, you were speeding, that's when you get confused. That if the sign showed 80, how can I be speeding? But if something is how it's supposed to be, no one will be confused. An era of confusion starts when you will see one picture and behind the picture it will be the total opposite. Two worlds will move in this. One is what's going to be discussed here and one is the world of the shayateen. Recently when this entire episode of COVID came, then we don't really know what COVID is and we're not so worried about it because it's being wrapped up. But we did say be ready for new things to happen in the world. At that time there were some people who had some word that they called it. That the conspiracy theories. And they had like a allergy to it. That there is no such thing as conspiracies. And there is another group that for everything there is a conspiracy. We went to one town. They became little bit involved in amaliyat. Amals, make amal. Nazar, I can take out your nazar, I can do this. In that town we went, the aunties of all the houses on every tree were seeing jadu. Every tree jadu. So that's one extreme. And the other extreme is one group says there's absolutely nothing like jadu, black magic. Islam was always balanced. Islam was to say it's there also and it's not so much also. 
Similarly, conspiracies has been there from day one. And Allah's hidden system has also always been there and overpowered it. Had there been no conspiracies, it would never have happened that the Khilafat, the Ottoman Empire, it stood so strong so long. And after world war, in a couple of years, everything was wrapped up. And Turkey, which was a Muslim country for years and years, in 20 years became zero. If there was no conspiracy theories, you won't have a president coming in, serves for a couple of years, and when they want to remove him, they remove him for trivial and stupid issues. Conspiracies is part of the game. But when Allah Taala described it, what a verse was used. In one verse, you can read it two ways. You can translate it two ways. And the one translation will tell you how bad the time will be. The other translation will tell you, you don't have to worry. One translation will say how bad the time is going to be. Allah Taala says, وَإِن كَانَ مَكْرُهُمْ لِتَزُولَ مِنْهُ الْجِبَالِ Those who know the Arabic language, this inya means inna. That definitely, without any doubt, their plots and their plans are so terrible. وَإِن كَانَ مَكْرُهُمْ لِتَزُولَ مِنْهُ الْجِبَالِ because of which even mountains move. Because of which even mountains move. This is called a conspiracy. A conspiracy to get a khalif martyred. The world saw a lot of conspiracies. And if you don't believe in it and you just accept the media, there's a word in the hadith, a believer must not be bitten from the same hole twice. La yuldahul mu'min. A believer must not be bitten. There was something in the world called Pearl Harbor. America accused China or Japan of bombing their place, Pearl Harbor. Everyone believed it. Then World War took place. At the end of the World Wars, it was understood it was nothing but a lie. Perhaps that was before our times. Then there was what was called the Iraqi War, the Gulf War. Till the ending, Saddam Hussein will say, the last phone call I made was with America. I made the last phone call with America. They told me, go in. I went in, the next thing I heard, Saudi Arabia told America, get them out. He said, we're coming. Had there been no conspiracy, Iraq would not have gone to Kuwait. At that time, whoever remembers that period where a young child started crying and saying, I saw what happened in the hospitals of Kuwait, where the Iraqi soldiers pulled out the children from the incubators. And then the people of America, America people, do they ever cry for Muslims? But when the television wants them to cry, they all cried that day. And they all said, go and save the Kuwaitis, wherever they saved anyone. And later on, years later it will come, this girl never ever saw Kuwait. She was giving this interview from America itself. The story would always come out. Had there been no conspiracy, there would have been no Gulf War. In our recent times, had there been no conspiracy, there would not have been a 911. There would not have been twin towers coming to the ground and a war of terror starting. Had there been no conspiracy, there would not have been ISIS and the amount of harm it did in the Muslim world. All conspiracy. Conspiracies which make mountains move. Then there's another way of translating this verse. The word in in Arabic also has the meaning of ma. Ma means it will not happen. وَمَا كَانَ مَكْرُهُمْ لِتَزُولَ مِنْهُ الْجِبَالِ And remember, 
no matter how big their plots are, mountains, meaning the people of Iman, will not move because of their plots. وَمَا كَانَ مَكْرُهُمْ لِتَزُولَ مِنْهُ الْجِبَالِ A mountain of Iman, he will stand. And they will come with that force and it will bang them and it will fall back. So there is a lot of conspiracy. A lot of things happen behind the scene. Yusuf salam's brothers, when they decided to kill Yusuf salam, then they said, let's not kill him, put him in a well. A caravan will come and they will take him away. They put him in the well. And then the people came, they pulled out Yusuf salam. The brothers were happy, they saw him going. Now they said, how do we tell our father? So they said, the best thing is, whenever you see something that's scary, then the mind doesn't work. Something scary, what's the most scary? They can get blood. So they took one goat, one sheep, they slaughtered it. Yusuf salam's pamis, the beloved kurta of the sun, you mix it with a little blood, that's all you need. When man sees something scary, he loses his mind. That's what happened. Allah Taala mentioned this in Quran to teach me and you, when you will see things, then don't become too scared. And don't be so oblivious also. Don't always fall for color. Don't always fall for what's appearance. Sometimes you have to look little bit beyond and you will see a different picture. They came to their father and on his kurta was the false blood. As soon as they put it up, me and you will grab that kamis, we'll put it on our face, we'll start screaming, we'll rub it around, we'll run around the house. Yaqub held on the kamis and he said, what an intelligent wolf this must have been. That it was able to take out the kurta of my son without causing a scratch on the kurta. As though it said, take out your kurta first, then I'll eat you after. But what message he gave to the world? He looked beyond the blood to see the kurta. He looked beyond the blood. Blood is scary, but beyond the blood is a normal kurta. In recent times when this problem happened of COVID, one thing we can say to the world is, everyone was gripped with fear. And because of fear, very few people could look beyond fear. That let me remove this death. Let me remove the picture of blood. Let me remove the picture of everyone dying. I remember when it started, one person sent me a message, this thing is so deadly. That one person just has to get it. One person already had it. It's going to hit ten people. Ten is going to hit a hundred. Hundred is going to hit a thousand. Thousand is going to hit ten thousand. Ten thousand is going to hit hundred thousand. The whole world is going to be dead in a year. Whole world. One year passed all that calculations. Who made that calculation? Do you think somebody miscalculated? The one who wrote that calculation was a master. He was not an idiot. But he knew the numbers are so scary that after it's put in front, no one will look beyond the number. No one will look beyond. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, when you visit a sick person, even if he's passing away, you must give him hope. You must say to him, hey, it looks like you're coming out tomorrow from hospital. 
He said, your sentence will not change taqdeer, but it will make him feel happy. But when this thing came, even the one who was not sick, they told him, you're going to die also. Even the one who was not sick, he started thinking, I'm dead. Forget the living, the sick one, already they killed him. The one who was not sick, he was already dead. Everyone was dead. When fear is put in front, then me and you have to be a Yaqub of the era. We have to say, can I look beyond the numbers? Can I look on the other side of the blood? Can I turn around and see on the other side, who's the wolf? And when man will see that, he will see that there is something called conspiracy. But I don't have to be scared of it. The only thing is when a mouse smells cheese, if someone could tell the mouse, first make sure there's no trap, then you can eat how much cheese you want. We do not always say everything is a conspiracy. But we do say when something new happens, please check up if it's not a trap also. Don't run in it, get caught, and then later on say, what happened? You're already caught. Come to the thing, look at it. Allah gave us a mind. This mind has to help us in the grave to answer Munkar and Nakir also. This mind has to help us here also. Allah's Nabi said, when the trials of the Jal will come, He said, you will be tested with the trials of the Jal, which will be as severe as the questioning of Munkar and Nakir. But how dare there will be individuals who will manage to answer. In this world there will be individuals who will manage to answer also. Don't lose the mind. Nabi spoke about before Qiyamah, such conditions are going to come, which will leave the tolerant person confused. It will leave the tolerant person confused. Why did he say that to us? He said, make sure when you find the time, don't get confused. You keep your tolerance. It's like an exam is... But the, test, the teacher before the paper already says, question 18, watch out, it's a trick question. When the child comes to question 18, he already looks, that where's the trick in it? Allah's Nabi told us, you're going to find an error. Where even the tolerant person is going to lose his mind. He never said, so it must happen. He said, trick question. When that error will come, you'll be the one who doesn't lose the mind. You'll be different. You talk different. Where everyone is putting down, you putting up. Where everyone is losing hope, you giving hope. Where everyone is crying, you smiling. And in the ending, whoever has to pass away, passed away. And whoever loves, is still loving. Life and death is in the hand of Allah, but we can love smiling till the end. Love positive. We are the dead fish, but we got spiritual water from Allah. With that water, we are surrounded how surrounded Allah's Nabi spoke about Surah Kahf. We heard it when we were young. Perhaps then we forgot about it. But now when you heard of that fish, how half that fish jumped in the water and the tunnel was made for him, protecting tunnel. Now no whale will ever eat him, no shark will ever eat him, no fisherman will ever catch him. He will move in his tunnel enjoying life. When we heard that I said, I wish I had a tunnel like that. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke of the power of Surah Kahf when he mentioned whoever memorizes the first ten verses of Surah Kahf 
he will be protected from Dajjal. When he mentioned, whoever recites Surah Kahf, it will create a light for him, which will remain till the day of Qiyamah, stretching from where he stands, right up to Makkah Mukarramah. If one reads the last ten verses of Surah Kahf, even if Dajjal emerges in his time, he will cause him no harm. When he mentioned, whoever memorizes ten verses of Surah Kahf, will be protected from the trials of Dajjal and certain narrations where he spoke about from the head to the feet surrounding him on all sides as he moves in the world you want your tunnel you are that fish that's half eaten you draw spiritual power from Allah through the surah and you get your own tunnel and then you come alive again and you enjoy swimming in the oceans in the oceans they are terrible terrible creatures but if you have Allah's protection, you can go anywhere. We are created to walk through this fitna. Not walk through it, we must swim through it. But there must be no drowning. We have to go through it. We got spiritual water, let us enjoy it. So Musa meets Khidr. And then Khidr says, I'll take you with me. But if you can't make sabr, Musa says, I will not oppose, I will not question, let's move. Allah Tabarukala mentions three incidents that happened. In each of the incidents there's a lesson for me and you. Many lessons, but the few that we will take in this few minutes. When we were young, perhaps we learnt, heard of the three incidents. Musa salam boarded with Khidr on a boat. The people knew him, so they never charged him. This is Khidr, he doesn't need money. He doesn't need a credit card. He doesn't need to pay five rand also. When he stops, then the boat comes. When he jumps in, it will take him where he wants to go. Allah selected servants when he wants them to move in the world. You don't know how they move, but somehow they move like a khidr. He also moves like a khidr. So he jumped on the people said, how can we charge you? You are a good person. But he is a khidr. Ulama have mentioned he is not angel. But because of whatever power Allah gave him, he is not full man also. He is like a half-half in between. So he's a man who does miraculous angelic deeds. So everything of him is a miracle. And it's unique. So where they have their behind their scenes evil, then we must take itminan and contentment that Allah has created behind the scenes his men also. And Allah can do without his men. But Allah puts his men for mine and your contentment. That as they plotting, we are also plotting. And their plots needs a lot of effort, lot of effort. And by Almighty Allah, it needs one individual. One. One simple khidr. And he just puts one finger and the whole plot falls to the ground. One finger. So he jumps on the boat. As they are reaching the destination, khidr will remove one plank. Now he doesn't remove the plank like me and you will remove a plank. If he had to do that, there will be a loud noise. There will be water coming out. Day and day it will start sinking. He removes the plank like a khidr. Meaning how he did it we will never understand. There was no sound. There was no hammer. There was no tools. There was no splash of water immediately. He removed it and the water also stayed. Perhaps he put a glass sealant over it or whatever he did. Water never come in the boat. But there was a hole in the boat. Musa salam saw him taking out the plank and he said, What are you doing? And he said, didn't I tell you? Musa salam kept quiet. When they jumped out, obviously the people of the boat will say, what happened here? 
and they will immediately sit down to start trying to repair the damage. Musa salam will ask why Khidr will be quiet. We all heard the story. At the ending, Musa salam will be told by Khidr, you have to go, but I will tell you what I did. He said, if that chap had to take another journey in the waters. At that moment, the king of the area was preparing perhaps for a war against his rival. He told his soldiers, go on to the waters, whatever boat is able to go out immediately, we will take all of that. Whatever boat is able to go out immediately, as soon as they saw them with their tools, they passed by. What a zalim king, what a zalim army. But when Allah's one command came, one whole was all that was needed to protect an entire generation. One whole. They had all their powers They couldn't jump on and say What happened here? Oh it's a small one Let us cover it When Allah wants something to happen But ulama mentioned What a lesson was given to the world What we sometimes see as destruction By Allah that is creation What we see as harmful Sometimes that is beneficial What we see as Why did you do this O Allah Sometimes it is, I thank you, O Allah, that you did this. First message of this incident. And in the universities, one question that is put to make a person an atheist. That if your Lord is such a kind Lord, then why does He allow problems in the world? This incident was to give the answer. That our Lord allows one hole to come so that the ship can get saved from drowning. Our Lord allows one hole to come in our life sometimes. So that my ship of Iman doesn't drown in Kufr. Sometimes I'm living such a top life. The Ferrari is coming, Lamborghini is coming. One wife came, I got so much money, I'm thinking of the second, thinking of the third. Then our marriage in a Gujarati family, in Gujarati family, second and third is like haram. So the man says, since I can't get it halal, haram manner, meaning halal manner, I will take it what the world calls halal manner, meaning haram manner. He has his secretary, he has his baby, he has his chick, he has his whatever you want to call her, he can't have his second barbie. But as long as he's not his wife, no meher paid, everything is okay. His wife says, where are you going with my friend's shop? If he says, I'm going to the other one's house, the knife will be sharp. The system of the world cut it, but his money is such, he's going haram, haram, haram. Allah sometimes brings one hole in our life. Had that hole not come, the ship of ours would have sunk into kufr. Many of us, when we think about problems, we only think about worldly problems. And we forget bigger problems are coming in the grave. There's bigger problems on the sirat. There's a lot of problems standing in front of Allah on the day of Qiyamah. A lot of problems. Sometimes to give us a shaf that will take us through all the problems. Almighty Allah sends His servants to put one hole. If in our life we ever see a hole, then think of the hole of Khidr. Let's say this hole came from my Allah. Through the servants of my Allah. It was not to harm me, it was to save me. It was not to drown me, it was to make sure I carry on moving on the water safely. 
Problems when they come in life, very few will be able to smile in the face of problems. The one who pays attention to this incident, even if death comes in his family, he will cry because he's going to be separated. He will laugh also. He will laugh. They are those people of Iman. One mother was shot. My, fam- my brother and his family went to go visit the family. They said the daughter of the woman who was shot, the eldest daughter, she opened the door for them, for the woman. She took them in the house. She made them sit. Then she asked them, can I get you some coffee? Can I get you some ice cream? And she said, Jazakallah for coming. At that moment you're supposed to have found that girl in the bedroom. I don't want to talk with anyone. She said, since I got no mother to welcome the guests, I have to welcome the guests. When Allah wants someone to be a mountain, then the plots of the devil also cannot break the mountain. But if we are not a mountain, then we will fall with any wind also. So Rakahaf is our spiritual water. Musa salam and Khidr continues. Then they come to a handsome child. Musa salam looks at how handsome he is. And on the outside you make lot of decisions. He's so handsome, it means he's so good, it means it's so wonderful, it means... Khidr will go up to the boy and he kills the boy. Such a manner he kills the boy that the whole neck is removed. But he doesn't take out the neck like how me and you will think of taking out someone's neck. When Khidr took it out, he took it out like a Khidr. If he put his finger here, the boy already went unconscious. And then with like a slice without any pain, because you can break someone's neck. But you can't take out the neck. He took out the neck. To show I'm a khidr, nobody else can do it like me. He took out the neck. There were other people there also. Ulama, some mentioned, Tabi'in mentioned, he was invisible. They couldn't see him. They just saw a boy standing and boy fell down flat. And others gave others that he took him into a bush. The boy ran for a ball. Whatever it was, they found a young lad with no head. But Musa saw the thing. So that's when you really go wild. One is a hole in my boat, no problem. Allah, now I understood. Next time my son bangs my BM, I'll tell him, you know what, Allah actually knew tomorrow if you were driving it, you would have died. So one hole in my pocket doesn't harm me. One hole, I'm managing the boat. But when the hole comes in the heart, death, when a man sees his beloved child taken, beautiful is Quran, it took us first from your car. Then it took you into your house. That now you can manage if your car and your business is not. Now let me take you in your house. And if you see that Allah takes away your beloved. At that time what do you say to Allah? Do you say how could you do this? Or you could say that Allah who gave me the chance to enjoy life with this one. I wait for that Allah to now give me the chance to enjoy life with another one. If one child is taken, Allah will give you happiness in another child. If it's not in a child written, it will be in a nephew. If it's not in a nephew, it will be in friends. The giver of happiness is Allah. No one gives happiness, no wife gives happiness. There's this person they call Mullah Nasruddin. So he's a comic. So they say his wife died. And his donkey died. When the donkey died, 
He cried, and he cried, and he cried. But when the wife died, then he was quiet. So someone said to him, Mullah, this doesn't make sense. That on your wife dying, he said, when she passed away, so many aunties came and told me, don't worry, Mullah, we'll get another one for you. He said, my donkey died, no one so far came and told me that. In the world, if even your spouse is taken, happiness comes from Allah. The one who gave you happiness in one wife or in one husband. Why is it when we go to those houses and we give tasalli, the person wants to say that after this one going, I will never find happiness in life. Happiness comes from Allah, it never came from the earth. That one was only a source of happiness as long as Allah wanted. If that individual had to stay alive one more day, it was your beloved husband or your beloved wife or your beloved son. As long as he was kept alive by Allah, it was going to be your source of barakah and blessings. The day Allah took him, it means no longer is your source of happiness. If he had to be alive one more day, Perhaps that loving husband the next day would have seen a loving woman also. And his eye would have opened and he would have said, where you have been so long? She said, around the corner. And then he started going around the corner. Then the wife picked up this some hair on his jersey, but it's not her hair. So many people tried, they said, I'll take the second one, she won't catch up. They all got caught. A woman is like an investigator, she can sense hair. She picks up that color of the hair, she looks at that red, she says, not my hair. And then she sends someone to follow him. Now she sees the one who yesterday, when he had COVID and she made so much dua, Allah let him love, let him love, let him love, let him love. And miracle, he came alive. And now he's going around the corner. Now she's saying, Allah, kill the rubbish, kill the rubbish, kill the rubbish. When Allah's decision comes, go, we and you must all say, I also want to go. Not only that one must go, because I also know that what happens if tomorrow I love but I fall in the pit of kufr. If time is up now to go, there's a dua that says, Allah, as long as life is good for me, keep me alive. And when death is best for me, let me go. I don't know the step of tomorrow. But what if I slip? If the angel comes now and says, do you want to come? Don't ever be the one who says, hey, give me five more minutes. Perhaps in that five minutes, it's the difference between Iman and Kufr. At that moment, say, Salam, I want to go. The neck was removed. Musa salam said, what? Later on, Khidr will say, had this child been allowed to live, he would have put his parents in a lot of difficulty. Allah in His kindness only wanted goodness for all. For all means for Him also, for them also. In the place of Him a better child was going to come. But in Jannah they would find the better child, they would find the beloved child, they would be all happy. But if Allah wanted to do like what man wants, then that what you saw as the cause of happiness became Jahannam. But ulama have written another lesson in this incident. They said that a handsome face doesn't always mean a pretty picture. 
They said, don't ever be deceived by the outside surface. Musa salam, a Nabi of his era, the most knowledgeable of the time, he also looked at a face and it's normal. When we see an outside picture looking so nice, everyone will say the inside has to be so nice. This incident was to say sometimes the face is wonderful, the inside is rotten. That world that you saw of Hollywood looks so wonderful. Go inside Hollywood, you will see nothing but rotten. But when we see that face, when we see that picture, when we see that advert, for the one who reads Surah Kahf, the next time he sees it, he will see a face, handsome face, and next to him he will see a khidr pulling out that face. As he pulls out the face, giving the world a message, don't ever be trapped by a pretty face. Don't ever be trapped. Pretty face doesn't only mean the girl. It means anything that's smart. Behind it there's a lot of stories. And the final incident was, they reached the town, they asked for food. The people said, we will not give you all any food. As they were going out of the town, the wall was falling. Khidr went and he put up the wall. Again, he put it up like a khidr. If me and you see a wall falling, they say, put up the wall, how you put it up? You have to break the wall. And you have to order bricks and you have to break the foundation. Khidr is khidr. He just took his hand and as he pushed his hand, the whole wall went up. Musa salam said, you couldn't ask them to pay you at least. They couldn't feed us, they should have taken a pay. Later on he would say that under this wall there was a treasure. But the time was not yet right for the treasure to come out. Allah knew that the people are not yet worthy of it. The day they ready, the treasure is going to come. In that there was a lesson for the general world. That sometimes in life, when you're just waiting for that one thing, which is around the corner, that's the wall that was falling. Around the corner, tomorrow it's going to fall and I'm going to get my treasure. And something happens which pushes you 20 years back. And then you say, why? Then think about the hand of Khidr. That to say, Allah knows you're still not ready for the treasure. Be happy with Allah's decision. There's a world happening behind our backs and a unique world. Ulama said another lesson. Another lesson that was taken out, that there will be certain times in the world, and we saw one time, that many of the treasures which we want to be taken out in the world, but at the moment me and you are still not ready for it. Had Allah wanted, and the treasures came out, and the call had to be made today, that the Mahdi is out, and now let's start moving then perhaps me and you are still not mature. Almighty Allah in His kindness puts up the wall again. And He says, I know you're making dua every Ramadan, Mehdi, Mehdi, Mehdi. But if I bring the Mehdi Eid day, you will have no barfi this Eid. Are you ready to make the move? Perhaps I also at the moment will not be ready to just close my business, close my house, to be ready to go on foot, whatever can come in my bag, and start walking. There's a treasure that is waiting to be exposed. Almighty Allah in His kindness but sometimes knows that their people of the time are still not ready for the treasure. When the people mature, may Allah make it, we are those ones that mature. When the world is ready for it, that wall is going to fall. 
The people of the town are zalim, but under the wall is the treasure of Iman. When that wall is going to fall, flags are going to come up. Iman is going to come. Islam is going to come. As long as that wall is staying up, while we make dua for the Mahdi, while we make dua for Isa salam, at the same time make the effort that me and you are still not yet mature. That's why the wall is still being kept up. Make an effort to make ourselves mature. Make our children mature. We'll have to speak about Jannah and you have to speak about what gets you to Jannah. And you have to speak about death so much that it must become beloved, not scary. It must be told that only one thing preventing you, my son, from getting paradise, it is called death. You going, I'm also going, let's go. We're not scared of death. We don't run from death. We're not terrified of death. Death is a gift. We have to speak so much about it. And then we have to speak about, and the most honorable, the most noble, the most desirable death is, you die for Allah. And the one must desire it. He must be making dua. The wife must be making dua. The child must be making dua. Are we making the dua? Allah, give me martyrdom in your path. Give me martyrdom in your path. Give me martyrdom in your path. When the Imam will make that dua, Ramadan 27 night, he will say, everyone will just be quiet. He say, Allah, give him martyrdom. Give him martyrdom. Give him martyrdom. Don't give it to me, but... Then he makes dua, Barakah, everyone, Ameen. For Barakah, the world is dying. For death, no one wants to die. We must be ready to die, to die for Allah. When we become mature, the wall will fall. The treasure will open. And then the world will see miracles. May Allah Tabarakallah make us through the Barakah of the Surah. We become that fish that goes and does miracles in the world. Even if we weak, even if we dead, even if we half button, even if I made major mistakes in my life already, but I can still be that miraculous fish. I only need water from you, O oh Allah. And then everything will start happening. فَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا اللهم احفظنا من كل البلاء اللهم احفظنا من كل الفتن اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من جهد البلاء وترك الشقاء وسوء القضاء وشماتة العداء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه الله إن يكينس الله إن يكينس الله إن يكرم الله إن يرحم الله يميكس from the people of the cave الله يميكس from أصحاب الكهف الله يميكس from the people of القرآن الله يميكس from أهل القرآن الله يميكس the miraculous fish of the air الله يبرتكت us from every side Allah, you create our tunnel. Allah, you grant us to drink from your spiritual water. 
Allah, you grant us to drink from your spiritual water. Allah, you make us the untouchables of the era. Allah, you make us the untouchables of the era. Allah, you make us the untouchables of the era. Allah, grant us that foresight that we are able to see through the traps of the devil. Allah, we are able to warn others from the traps of the devil. Allah, you fill us with light. Allah, make us a source of light for others. Allah, make us guides. Allah, you guide us. Make us guidance for everyone around us. Allah, you protect us from every evil. Allah, you make us a source of others being protected from every evil. Allah, grant us shaghaf with Quran. Allah, grant us shaghaf with Quran. Allah, grant us an addiction to Quran. Allah, grant us an addiction to Quran. Allah, grant us an addiction to Quran. And Allah, through the barakah of Quran, make every single one of us the miracle of the era. Make every single one of us the miracle of era. Allah, protect us. Allah, protect our wives. Allah protect our children, Allah protect our grandchildren, Allah protect our friends, Allah protect our nephews, Allah those upon who our eye sees, Allah those upon who our eye looks, Allah those who touch our hand, Allah those that come in front of us, Allah you make us that light, that every darkness that comes in front becomes light itself, Allah you grant us so much of blessing, that if we stand on a weed, it becomes a flower, if we stand on a weed, it becomes a flower, Allah, if we hold on to a thorn, it becomes a rose. Allah, you not make us the ones who spoil everything. Allah, make us the ones who make everything. Allah, bless us with nisbat to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, bless us with true love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, let us live in your love. Allah, let us die in your love. Allah, let us be resurrected in your love. Allah, make us truthful. Allah, make us truthful. Allah make us truthful Allah let us die on the truth Allah let us be resurrected on the truth wa sallallahu ala nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa ashabi wa barik wa sallim subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al mursalin alhamdulillah assalamu alaykum